42nd birthday, correct? Yeah. 40, 42, 42 years on this planet. Congratulations. I never thought you'd make it that long. I saw all the things you did as a child. I thought there's no way he's going to make it to 42. Are you kidding me? This guy was as dumb as a post, right? <laughs> <laughs> there is no way. He did the most ridiculous things I've ever seen in my life. I thought he would never survive high school, let alone 42, Paul. Good for you. Yeah. Not a boy, Polly. Good for you. Uh, Even more amazing, Paul, is that my wife has agreed to not leave me for 21 consecutive years. Yeah, that's more impressive. Unbelievable. <laughs> She's so hot. She's held up so much better than me. Yeah, that's true. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> no you one denies it. Naked. But uh, you can't, though. I get to do that, though. It's awesome. It was part of the deal in church. You know, they tell you in church, they go, uh, I, remember, I remember when I got married, they said, uh, do you promise to, uh, you know, be true or whatever? What do they ask you in the church? They go, uh, that's one of them. Till death do you part? They said, I remember at one time, I had to give her a ring. <laughs> oh, boo. Oh, there's one bright spot of the whole beer spill that just happened there. I don't know if the crowd saw that. I, uh, Is that it soaked Dave's wallet. <laughs> All his cards are soaked. No, I missed it. And him. his strap. I was so trying was... to let Dave see you. Yeah. I was oh, back, so Michael. I appreciate that. You know what that was? That was a good gesture that turned into just yeah. 
Just a real bad move. Real bad and you're People stupid. trying to do good things <laughs> with a bad result. Happens every day. Oh, the beer's still delicious. Wait, I want to hear Dave's uh, uh, views on life. <laughs> it's so handy. Go ahead, Dave. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Deep thoughts with Dave. I know you had good yeah. intentions there, Michael. Really good intentions. I seen I was blocking your view. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to just get appreciate me. what you the did. The stage there. is so beautiful. We're not quite used to it yet. Yeah. Oh, what a stage. You're not kidding. I don't know if you can. <laughs> hey, that's it. a great segue. Soak it in at home, but. When wow. I thought you guys were in the show, what you did was you led me into my next topic, and I liked it. What you did there, Dave, because uh, it is a great stage. Look at this. You know who did this? Birthday boy. Yeah. yeah. No big deal. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All it's right, fucking boy. awesome. This is Paul, a hot crowd, too. Love yeah. Paul wipes it up. You know, we have a shareholder-only crowd today. I like it. We have a shareholder-only crowd, and I want to say that because this is the live from the Dutch Hall. This is not, uh, we are not, we're underground right now, right? Literally. We are not, <laughs> yeah, very literally in oh, yeah. Spiky Ball Studios right now we are underground, but also in every sense of the word we are underground <laughs> in this show because we don't exactly, uh, like I don't know how much of what we're doing is what you're, what is, like, in my world, I'm fine. Well, what I've done is perfectly okay. Right. But in like, if I was to really look into it as to all the things I'm doing right now, I don't know how much of it. I'm allowed to do so. It's underground, right? Oh, yeah. There's no like general public. I haven't got any permits. I don't oh, haven't got no. any zoning. I haven't got any like anything to let the general public in. But if you're a shareholder alive from the Dutch Hall, if you're a Hell person yeah. that has contributed in some way alive from the Dutch Hall, if you're a person that's like listened to our program and thought of, thought enough of it to come to us and give us something, a nice gesture, like, say, a bottle of whiskey like Laura Collins did. Let's, Laura Ooh, Collins. That'll do. Thank you. Yeah. A bottle of whiskey for Christmas. Oh, Woo. come on. You know, like, uh, we got some craft beers up there from mm. Bruce Veltry, you know? Like, Thanks, Bruce. Right, that's two years in a row. I think we got something from him last year, too. Whiskey or something, right? Remember when I was Steppa Jones? Are you kidding? She got the Bags chips. of chips. And bottle of vodka. Yeah. Right? I know there's a booze thing going on here, but you know what someone else did? I don't want to, these are the ones I'd, I want to remain anonymous, but other people just give us 50 bucks. Oh. I've had a lot of people just show up and say, here, 50 bucks. I had one listener say, I come to support you when we open the church. He, he, I said, uh, we were going to sell beers or something, which, no, we weren't going to sell beers. Of course not. No, 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 no. We don't do that. We're gonna like give away. No, I, I can't think you can't do beers. that either. We're gonna drink beers <laughs> with our friends beer. and property that we owned, hmm. and then we're gonna say, "Hey, if you want to give us something, that would be awesome." And then this guy gave us like a uh, thirty bucks or whatever. You know, that's a nice thing to do. Beautiful that shareholder. Helps. Boom, you're in. Yep. You know, that's how it works to be a shareholder alive from the Dutch Hall. All you gotta do is listen to our program, and then think enough of us to reach out and give us some sort of. Free shit. Something that would make us happy, you know? Simple. Just something that I, that I didn't have yesterday and now I have today, you know? That is good for me. I always get happy when I get free shit. The best you know? shit. And I'm like, boom, you're a shareholder, you know? <laughs> Lee, Lee's here tonight. Lee Wallace, great listener hey, of our show. Hey, Lee. up for Lee, everybody. Hi, Lee. And uh, uh, Lee, Lee gave us a case of Bud Light. Fuck yeah, Lee. Yeah. You know, you know what that, that is? is? That's the guy that pays attention to what we drink. Yeah, it's our favorite beer. Yeah, that's what we actually drink on the show. <laughs> Shareholder, boom, in, bam, bam, and there boom. he is today. That's how it works, people. Invited. The general public, I'm just going to tell you right now, 
In the future, I might change my opinion, but right now, go fuck yourself. Eh? General public? Because I'll tell you, general public, you're not, you're not listening to my program right now. Because that would uh, right away make you not the general public. If you're listening to this program, you're now a listener of Live from the Dutch Hall, right. which is different than the general public, right? So I didn't just call you the listener of this program. Go fuck yourself. But if you're not you, go fuck yourself. Okay? You see what I mean? And then so I'm telling you right now, that live from the that uh, if you're listening to this program and you give us something free or you have in the past, there's many people. You know who you are. You've donated to us in the past. Yeah, maybe you brought us a cake one time. And maybe John, you brought us a cake. cake. Yeah, we did John get a cake from Manny Fajo. <laughs> yeah, right He's here on a weight loss program. Yeah, I could. Yeah, when it, it was when Charters was on was eating only raw food. And, and Manny yeah. brought in a full chocolate cake. Yeah, that cake wasn't raw at all. Temptings no. from the devil. Cooked. Yeah. A fully cooked cake. <laughs> you know, I really wanted to force feed Dave cake to ruin it, you know, to make him go to hell, you know? Because if, if he was to make a Lenten promise to God, and then I was to make him eat the cake that he didn't, wasn't supposed to eat, then you go to hell, right? He'd force me into hell. Yes. Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be the best. <laughs> I'd be kicking it up in heaven, you know? <laughs> Looking down at old burning charters. <laughs> burning embers charters. Hey, you played in church choir for how many years? Yeah, I thought it was the back door yeah. into heaven. Turns out. A little toasty down there, isn't how's it? The fire, fuckhead? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kumbaya. <laughs> you know what I did? Just was nice to people and enjoyed my Sundays. <laughs> free, free time. How about that? Nice big breakfast. Yeah, nice big breakfast sometimes on mm. Sundays. Sometimes I like sleep in and scratch my balls for a bit. Oh, you can really bond <laughs> with your family. <laughs> yeah. No big deal. Charles likes to go play in a church band and uh, <laughs> just get away from things, go up in the choir. It's all about yeah. balance, you know? <laughs> balance. balance, yeah. No more responsibilities. Balance I'm going to take on the church band and the coach a hockey team, <laughs> be a master of industry. Playing the greatest uh, band in late night history. You're not kidding. Or Canadian late night history, I'm sorry. You're not as good as the Roots yet, guys. You're just not as good as the Roots. Have the Roots ever played it. Dope Show? I doubt it. No. Roots. Oh, that is true. Like that thing. Quest Love. <laughs> Are you guys really calling out the Roots right now? Huh? <laughs> On this program? Let's see what they got. Let's see what we got, Roots. All right. Nocturnal <laughs> Missions versus the Roots. I'm calling them out, too. If my band's got the balls to do it, then fucking we're going to do it. Yeah, hey, do we it. might be the best in the world. Yeah. Ever, the best that ever lived. Hey, Roots, fuck you. Hey? Yeah. Doc Sever. And I got a lot of respect for those guys. I'm not, I'm not like, but honestly, so you want to go fist the cuffs? You want to, like, throw down with Norfolk County boys and Burford? <laughs> I call the lead singer if we're getting into a fight. What? I call the lead singer of Roots if it's a fist fight. Really? Yeah. What's he look like? I think I could take him. He looks like uh, our Portuguese buddy Adrian, only he's black. <laughs> Adrian's not black? <laughs> All these years. <laughs> All these years. I thought he was black. He looks just like that guy. Adrian looks just like that guy from the Cosby show that married Cosby's oldest daughter. Yeah, he totally does. Uh, yeah. Alvin. 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 Totally. Looks like Alvin. Alvin. Oh God. Yeah. He's he black. Does look like it. And he's black too, right? Bill Cosby did not like him one bit. Alvin. Alvin. Because he's got so many kids. 
Oh my God, I think that was unmixed. You know what I think? Uh, um, Alvin, uh, what was I thinking about? Al, you know, Al, on the Cosby Show, uh, sorry. No, if was that you, Denise's if you gave, husband? If you gave Alvin a mustache, like a, like a grade nine thick mustache, then he would uh, look Portuguese. Is what I'm saying. A grade nine thick mustache? Huh. Like, do you mean like a like a, just a? No, a thick mustache, which would be like a grade nine mustache for a Portuguese. Yeah. Oh, for a Portuguese. Wh yeah, that's which different. Which, which I'm saying is like, if you put thick. that on that Alvin guy, he would look totally. He wouldn't look black anymore. He'd look Portuguese. Yeah. Put on a Ronaldo shirt. Yeah. Well, see you later. Yep. Yeah. I'm just saying it's like not a far step, you know. <laughs> if you're gonna start, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I never understand the whole uh, race thing, like where you where you like draw the line, you know? Makes no sense. Yeah, because it's like if back there behind the stage, if you look at them on camera, can you get a shot of yourself, Paul? Go to the four shot of you. Look how black you are. <laughs> like your face. Like like tell me he's not black. You look at Paul's face. Like he's he is technically by the law, quite. By the law. Am I, am I right? When you fill out a form, you go Caucasian because you're my brother, same mother and father, right? Yeah. Yet his skin is incredibly black. Darker than Elvin's. Yeah. And my brother, or my father, also uh, very dark, suspiciously dark, eh? Yep. <laughs> uh, and so that blurs the line for me. I remember when my kids were young, I told them... Uh, when they came home from school, I was like, there was a new student. It was the start of a new school year. And they said, oh, there's a new student in our class. And I said, oh, really? Uh, what's, uh, what's their story, you know? And uh, my daughter was very young at the time. She said, the, uh, the kid's black, right? And I go, what do you mean? And uh, she goes, well, the, their skin is black. And I go, like, and I started showing black things, like, uh, you know, like a blackboard, you know, like dark. Black, black like things. the television? Yeah, black like That's the television. Like, I'm like, masking her like that, like black like this. And she's like, no, no, more like brown, like brown like grandpa? <laughs> That's what I said, like brown like grandpa. But you know, different like, uh, different. <laughs> I was just trying to like make her not see color. I was trying right. to be woke. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. I got I got to <laughs> pause you, Pete, because I can't get past this thing on your arm. I don't know if it's like, have you pulled up a sweatband up on your forearm like a 1990s baller, or He's have you got into basketball? <laughs> I'll tell you what this. I'll tell you what this is. If you don't, if people are wondering what this is on my arm, which well, most people listen to this thing. program, but this thing on my arm, which Dave would say looks like a sweatband of a what kind of baller? Is that Allen Iverson? Like a Michael here? Jordan? You're like the white Michael Jordan in Norfolk County. Well, like you know, like Michael Jordan, Jordan might have had the same problem as me. He might have just loved to, in his spare time, play tennis. Huh? <laughs> Left-handed tennis. <laughs> if there's one thing I love doing. It's going to play some left-handed tennis really down the, the Pine Grove tennis court. And they do have tennis courts. Well, legendary. Legendary, court. yeah. what? legendary tennis courts. Oh, yeah, I played a lot oh, of... Oh, you got uh, tennis elbow? Is that what's going on? From all that's what tennis? this is. This is a tennis elbow strap. And it seems like witchcraft <laughs> until you strap it on your hand and you're like, I am not in horrible pain anymore. Like, it is... No, it works. My hand can't lift a cup to drink. And then I put this on. I can lift a cup to drink. That's good, right? I would say. <laughs> Never take it off. Well, until I'm, until hopefully I get better someday. 
right? Doesn't it get better? You know, all this is self-diagnosed. This is no shit. I've never been to a doctor or nothing. I just know I've been in pain for over a month. Where'd you get that thing? Pharmacy. I think I live in Mexico. I just, I just go to the pharmacy and, like, fix myself. And then they tell, I say, give me this. And they're like, well, no, you need to go to a doctor. And I'm like, okay, what well, can you give me that, that it can have? And then they give it to me, right? And then I use that. That's how I uh, keep just myself alive. Just look at the pictures alive. on the boxes. Like, that'll work. Yeah, it's not that we don't have health care in Canada. It's just I don't have time to fucking wait in the okay. walk-in clinic or whatever, you know. Or just, like, it, I don't even want to go. Yeah, waste a lot of time. Yeah, I'll just, not, like, deal with it. If you're right? not, like, really dying, just don't go. Yeah. If you're really hurt, then go. Yeah, yeah, and I already have enough of uh, uh, doctor's appointments, right? I don't need more for a stupid elbow. You don't. My whole body's dying. You just <laughs> ask your oncologist if, if about your elbow while you're there. Yeah. He's like, fuck off. He say, hey, when you get uh, some sort of, like, uh, cancer light, does your elbow ever get <laughs> fucked up? And they're like, no. I'm like, okay. I'm going to do this then. Well, I got the strap then. I'm just going to put the strap on there, and Bob's your uncle. But it does fucking hurt, man. Van Dyke hockey was a mistake. Talk to you up, eh? There's a difference between playing injured and playing hurt, you know? <laughs> That's what they say. Yeah, and when you're playing hurt, it's okay. And I thought I was playing hurt, but I wasn't. I was playing injured. Oh, boy. And it turned out I really made it worse. And even last night, I had athletics with this arm. I have to realize my limitations. The old, uh, what hurt the most? A nice stiff volley? No, the bumps were no good. The bumps were no good. Bumps are no good, Michael, because were I was wearing a strap bump? on my arm. Were you going with a one-arm bump? <laughs> kept going like this. I kept going the other way, taking a right turn. Unfortunate. Team's going to probably get pissed at you. You know what? We better get on with this show because we have a thing <laughs> called the Wheel of Paul. Yeah. But before we do that, we need to do a little segment we call Feedback. We got Feedback. Feedback. We got feedback. This week's feedback is brought to you as always. Oh man, I said it too many times. <laughs> yep. By our friends at Amazon. If you'd like to go to our uh, go to our website, livefromthedutchhall.com, and uh, make sure your ad blockers are off, and click on our clickety click. Click on our banners. Buy your shit, and uh, and then we get some money. And I want to thank whoever is listening to this program who did exactly that. Bought themselves a hoodie. Oh, ah. Bought themselves a hoodie for the for I don't know maybe the Christmas season or whatever. You can see what they buy. Yeah, I can see what they buy. Oh. And uh, I went in and looked. The one person bought this hoodie. The the it wasn't like a, a solid color. It was more like a print on it. Okay. And the print was like, it was it was an animal print. Is it an eagle? No, it wasn't an eagle. Leopard skin. No, it was human. Uh, it was a human fat man's body, naked body. And it was like, you could see the tits and the gut. And like uh, it was like a handsome model wearing it in the picture on Amazon. But like a would, beer belly? Yeah, but it was like a fat beer belly guy with like a hairy chest and hairy arms and stuff. <laughs> and it was like the color of his skin, you know, like he was wearing. <laughs> Definitely a listener. <laughs> Clever. That's, yeah. Anyways, 
I thought that was a great uh, gift if you bought that uh, for someone, or if you're wearing that right now on the town, <laughs> listening to our program. Yeah, why don't you send us a picture of it? Yeah, send us a picture, man. I'm Let's see how you're doing. Live from the Dutchology. Let us know if that thing's worked for you. Got any ladies or? <laughs> Let us know. Anyways, uh, also, Norpac. The beef people. Oh, Norpac. The beef people. There you go. That's the one we wanted, Paul. Uh, that's all you gotta say. I did have that steak. They gave me a steak. Did I tell this already? Because if I don't gonna tell it again, they gave me one steak. Michael had to deliver it. He gave it to me secret, so oh, you yeah. guys didn't even know that I got it. <laughs> and they said, Norpak, the beef people gave you this steak. steak huh? And he goes, remember. just eat it, you and your wife, on a special occasion. It's a special steak, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I, I actually was even cheaper than that. I did it for my whole family, four of us, my two daughters and my wife and me, were eating this steak. It's the goddamn best steak I've ever had in my whole life. <laughs> Every bite that. of it was unbelievable. And all of us around the table were saying the same thing. It was like we went into another world eating this steak. I don't know what it was, but it was fantastic. The thing about Norpac. Yeah, thank you, Norpac. Is that they changed people's lives. Oh, yeah. The beef people. <laughs> He missed two. He owes one. Well, no, but they owe me a fucking steak. Oh, okay. <laughs> he withheld. It's his fucking birthday. <laughs> he withheld one. That's fair. That's fair. Um, <laughs> I want to say, like, we had a lot of people that gave us condolences uh, after last week's episode. And uh, there were too many to mention all on this uh, segment, so, but we just want to thank everybody that reached out to us and uh, uh, gave us their best wishes uh, through this uh, difficult time we've been through over the last uh, little while. And um, we do appreciate it. It is really cool, this show, to see everybody, uh, how like we don't know these, well, most of these people we, don't, we didn't know until the show, and then they legitimately have uh, been very kind to us uh, in times when we needed them. So I really do appreciate the listeners of this program, and uh, we really do appreciate uh, everybody that reached out to us. So thank you very much. Thank you, yeah. Thanks. Now, there was one, there was one uh, in particular that I wanted to just share because I thought it was a kind of a cool story. Um, i figure out where it is now. Okay, uh, there we go. Ah, oh, shit, man. I'm you an idiot. Can yeah, do good. It. yeah, play me out. Well, I had one while you're looking, Pete. Okay, cool. The other day, so we uh, we always say like it's uh, it's a blessing and a curse to be from a small town, but it's times like that that it's kind of a blessing to be uh, from a small town. So I was out Tuesday night. Playing in my hockey league, having some beers with the boys after at Swazi's, which has always treated us well, and uh, had a listener uh, come up and give his condolences, and uh, you know, just interested about what's going on with the show and what's going on with everybody. And it's just cool stuff like that, which I'm sure all of us have had here. That it just kind of catches you off guard, and you don't realize that people are listening. They're always listening, and it's cool that it kind of touches everybody. And we're all kind of like a small little community that sticks together. Yeah, it's, it's really so it's really neat, and I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, and that's one of those things. Like we're just fucking around and uh, you know having a good time most of the time. Yeah, 
And uh, you don't really think uh, that you're like making these connections and then all of a sudden, you know, like uh, you realize uh, that uh, there's a lot of people who are, you're not even, you start adding them up, you know, like you're like, holy shit, you know, like there's uh, this person, this person, you know, and you, and you start, it starts becoming quite a tally of people, not only you know that listen, but people that are like, like, you have a relationship with. Yeah, like with, they're you know? into it. Like they're like this this guy who's a great dude, and I know him. But like just asking you questions, like pretty intricate questions about the show, are just like holy shit. You do know what's going on. Been paying attention. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So cheers to the listeners. Yeah, it's crazy. And I don't know if I. There's a story. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna paraphrase it because I can't find this. But there was a guy. I wish I could. I can, I'm not even gonna be able to give his name. That's the part that really sucks. But he was booking a show at Norma Jean's. So the story was... Is, no, he's the... Uh, I, I think I know where you're... Am I, if, correct me if I'm wrong. Was it the sound guy from Norma Jean's? Yeah. Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. Great yeah. dude. Yeah. So Jordan was the one that sent us... Uh, I apologize, Jordan. I can't find your message. But Jordan said he was doing sound for, for uh, Red Party Pirates at Norma Jean's. And uh, it was right after the smoking law had changed. Yeah. And... Couldn't smoke inside anymore. It was yeah, over. Yeah, I think that's 2006. Yes. So they just came out with that rule, and they had a packed house to see Red Party Pirates, and there's uh, um, Braden up on stage, uh, you know, shredding a nice lead like normal, and then he pulls out a cigarette and lights it, and uh, starts smoking a cigarette, and the bar owner is screaming at the sound guy that uh, at Jordan that he's. Uh, He's gonna get a ten thousand dollar fine, and and all that uh, Jordan could think is like, what a rock star, you know, like doing it on purpose that because you, you couldn't do it. So, and I think uh, I just really appreciate the story, Jordan. So because of that, you are the listener of the week. You're the listener of the week. This is the week. It's your week, Jordan. Thank you. You know who else is a rock star like that? Your dad. Marius Bell. Oh, really? Oh. You don't think he was uh, lighting cigarettes after the law oh, changed? Oh, fuck. He still is lighting cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> like, underneath the table, like, oh, I can't smoke here? Oh, I'm smoking. Yeah. I always think of Uncle <laughs> Marius. Like, worst for that. And I don't know if this ever happened. I just, in my head, I think of my Uncle Marius uh, at church on Sunday in a pew, like, praying. But underneath, uh, when he's got his head bowed, he's 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 hauling he's a like cigarette. He's like holding the uh, Catholic Book of Worship, <laughs> and just smoking underneath of it, yeah. pretending he's singing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Dad, why are you wearing sunglasses? And there's a cloud of smoke going around. And he's like, Tobacco money built this church. Fucking tobacco built this church. Built the arena too. You know what I hate? C and E's, Christmas and fucking Easter. Take our seats. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah. And then they just hold two pews at Christmas and everybody's pissed. I think they think it, you tell me if you agree with this. Yeah, uh, Catholics should get Christmas and Easter off. Ah. Real Catholics. Just to stay out of the church when all those other people are in there. Yeah, and then the all the part-timers just come in for that mass and you guys get it off cuz you've been there all year. They're saying you get a pass, you still get to go to heaven, but you know, stay home with your family. Yeah, you don't fight the crowds and end up in a chair because yeah, you yeah. came five minutes late because you got four fucking you, kids. You did it on the 22nd out. Sunday of Ordinary <laughs> Time, Dave. You were playing uh, You Are Near in the, in the band. <laughs> yeah. Right. right. Yahweh. <laughs> I know no, you, you are, are near. 
standing always by my side. You guard me from the foes and you lead me in ways. Spin the fucking wheel. You like that, Paul? No, spin the wheel. Huh? You don't like that? It's because we're in a church. All right, let's just skip. We'll we'll do. We're gonna introduce the wheel of Paul, and then. We will do the end of feedback. We'll do it, because we only have the Haitian Dwarf to get through, and then and a couple things, and nothing big. Anyways, everyone, if you want to give us feedback, give it on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, Podbean. Like, there's literally fucking anything you want to do. Anyways, so here's the wheel of Paul. What do you got on there? Oh, there's eight different things. The one is uh, upside down. It says Paul Trivia. Paul Trivia. The next section, Guess the Dirt Bag. In this game, Guess the Dirt Bag, um, I will name the uh, horrible crime that is pretty much in this Me Too generation. You know, something that uh, is very topical is that uh, guys will uh, try to put their dicks in women against their will or like a, maybe make them creepy, you know, like say they're going to smell their seat or, you know, uh, I don't know what guys, what's the creepiest thing you Lick can do? Lick their doorbell. Some dude I saw was licking oh, someone's yeah. doorbell for three hours. And, and didn't ring the doorbell. Yeah, just kept licking it on the camera. Yeah, that's hours. creepy. That's creepy. Eh? Someone licks your doorbell, you're like, you know, like that's like something. There's a lot of things wrong with that. Anyways, guess the dirtbag, that's going to be a fun one. This one is uh, Ask Paul Anything. And that's for everyone here in this room. If it lands on this one, everybody here has the opportunity to ask Paul Van Dyke anything. And Paul, you can answer or just uh, lie. Because uh, I don't control you. You're your own man. Anyways, and the next one is Birthday Shot. And if that one goes on that one, guess what happens? We have a shot. Yeah, that's right, Paul. This one is called Paul's Childhood, also upside down. And this one, if it lands on it, uh, I just we just get to talk about Paul's childhood for a while. Great fun. Uh, yeah, great fun. And I'll ask some questions about it and hopefully make him cry. And uh, the next one is an old favorite of Live from the Dutch Hall. We used to do this back in the day. It's a Twitter uh, game. It's called Pope versus the Iron Sheik, where I will read a tweet from either the Pope or the Iron Sheik, and you will have to guess. And I'm gonna, it's gonna be Paul versus one of the members of the band. <laughs> we'll have to compete in this game, Pope versus the Iron Sheik. I guess in that. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, this one here is called Birthday Shot. Oh. It's yeah. another one. Also, uh, <laughs> you drink a shot there. And the last one is called Who's Better? Who's Better? Which we will pose questions where we put Paul up against. The members of uh, the Live from the Dutch Hall crew, and we just say who's better at different things. <laughs> right? Sounds fun. All right, let's do it. Let's do spin it the spin. wheel. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, guess the dirt bag. Okay. Right off the bat. Now, Paul, Paul, I can. You are going to be competing in this game. Uh, now, do you want to go one-on-one with a member of the Nocturnal Emissions, or do you want to make this an open competition that is amongst just anyone can kind of like buzz in yeah, if they guess right? Open competition. Okay. So for everyone here, 
This is an open competition where I will describe a crime that a guy did that I think is a little dirty. It's a dirtbag move. It's not appropriate. And you try to guess which celebrity, which is well known to everyone in the world, these will be well known to everyone in the world. These are famous people, right, that did terrible things, okay? Here's what you ready? Here's the first question. Which... <laughs> Which spiritual leader fucked his nurse after preaching about celib celibacy all the time? This cocksucker just—he—he he fucked his nurse. He's horny as—he was horny as hell. Charters wheels are spinning. Bunch of times too. Wasn't just once. Any guesses? Spiritual leader preached celibacy, told told married couples you should take cold showers every time you uh, every time you had a sexual urge that you didn't think was appropriate. You should have a cold shower. This is what he said in his like teachings to others. Yet he could not keep himself out of his nurse's uh, uh, private areas. No guesses at all. Billy Graham, yeah, that's who I was thinking. Billy of. Graham, good, good guess. It was his guess, but it. Okay, but it's wrong. Uh, you're thinking uh, Jim Baker, probably. Yeah. And I'm gonna say you guys are way off, way off. You gotta go east, far east, my friends. Mahatma Gandhi Whoa. is what we were looking for. Wow. Yeah, that little horny Indian. Didn't eat much, but he was a fucker, right? You didn't think about that, did you? This civil rights leader was known for his peaceful bridging of the gap between the different races of the world, but he also habitually cheated on his wife. Nelson Mandela. Oh, maybe, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know if it was proven. Did he have a dream? Yes, he did. Ah. Ding, ding, ding. Martin Luther King. Huh? Ding, ding. This American president was openly known for being a racist. Used racial slurs around the Oval Office all the time. Every one of them. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Michael got it, except for Obama, actually. Oh, yeah. Come on, he never said cracker. Come on. Oh, no, he actually said the N-word on a podcast. I think right? he said Isn't white it? guys suck at basketball. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> he might have. That's 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 not true. He loves basketball. Yeah, but he's not as good as Steve Nash. Right? Know. Obama can't beat Steve Nash. How could we know? Can't. <laughs> I'd like to see the challenge. He's like, half white, man. That. He's half white. Yeah. Obama's half white. <laughs> you can't a full if he was full black, then he could he could beat Steve Nash. Fair enough. <laughs> but he would be playing basketball. He wouldn't be he wouldn't be president. <laughs> You're busy. Yeah. Hey Jane, on your way back, can you grab a couple beers? You're the best. That's hey. a good category. Uh, oh, another category. That's it. Oh, one more. It's up to Paul. No. Oh, did you know who that? Actually, you know who that uh, the real president was? Was Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln apparently only um, uh, like freed the slaves in order to like. 
yeah, it was like a, it was a way to keep the union together or whatever. But he didn't really. He apparently was a horrible racist, eh? Yes. Old Abe. And he ends up being a hero. Anyways, that's it for that one. We'll move on. Oh, Paul, Paul trivia. trivia. Uh, this one is not open to Paul. This one is only open to the nocturnal emissions. Who can guess these questions about Paul? Now, we have sat here for five years <laughs> with this bartender. Most of the time with him snoring behind the microphone there. Just snoring away. <laughs> Even when he's awake, his eyes are open. I think Kilmer is a heavier breather than Paul. My sister Lisa says she listens to the show sometimes and she can hear that rhythmic Paul breathing in the microphone through the show and she says it, it calms her. It makes her feel like like uh, safe and warm. Just tucks in. Yeah, she tucks in. Oh, Paul's breathing. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so which one is this one? Paul Trivia. Okay, so you guys, from the stories you've heard Paul tell on the show, from the things you know about my brother Paul, you have to uh, answer these questions, okay? Let's start with the first one. Probably the most obvious. How does Paul dispose of a donkey? <laughs> Too easy. He burns it. Right. Burn the witch. <laughs> All right, fair enough. What method of transportation would Paul transport a donkey from, uh, from its home in a corral to Paul's house without a corral? What method of transportation? Steve? Is it a work van? Work van. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Correct. Oh. Work van. Did you have something to harness him in there, Paul? No, we just hold, holding on. Just holding his neck? <laughs> hold, boy, having a, <laughs> Don't let go, kids. <laughs> Don't let go. <laughs> Takes three kids to hold it that donkey. It was angry. <laughs> it was angry. Not kids. Paul's like 30. Just holding a donkey's neck for dear life, <laughs> swinging around. Choking him out. That guy must have kicked. That donkey must have kicked her ass, eh? In that oh, van. He wasn't fucking around at all. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very nice donkey. And this is the bonus point. Last question. <laughs> what was the cause of death of Paul's donkey? <laughs> Loneliness. Yeah. Oh my God! Ding, ding, ding! Charter's <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> Loneliness. I'm surprised you even got that. I thought you were gonna say uh, frozen to a pole, but no. Loneliness was the correct answer. Wow, man, great one. Let's keep this thing going. I never. Charter's knows Paul trivia. <laughs> Who's better? Who's better? This is really working out. Okay. Now, this, there's no right or wrong answers for this category. This is just simply uh, open for discussion, right? <laughs> I want to know, between Paul and Dave Charters, who's the better health and safety manager? <laughs> Paul or Dave Charters? I'll give it to Dave. <laughs> I was going to guess Dave. <laughs> I was going to guess Dave, too. That was easy. <laughs> That was easy. Who, who, oh, I don't even know how to ask this question correctly. But in their prime, which let's keep this 
in mind, in their prime, Paul, you were far from it, correct? <laughs> far from your prime? Yeah, Quite a ways away. Kevin, uh, the French tickler Belanger, sitting behind the drums there, <laughs> probably closer to his prime than yeah, you. Prime. Full prime, sir. <laughs> uh, maybe right in the wheelhouse of his prime, you know? Who in their prime was a greater Lothario, Paul, or Kev, the French tickler Belanger? Oh! <laughs> All the way from They're the back. screaming it from the rooftops. Oh, did you hear women? That was the town of Delhi screaming <laughs> Paul. Uh, it was just the scent leaking. of his musk <laughs> that's leaking through, through the windows here. These, like, these are drafty windows in this church. <laughs> Paul's musk is leaking into the town. I tell you, man, I can't even understand it. Paul has no... Like, if, he, if Paul, I don't hope you don't take offense to this, <laughs> but you are, like, like a far less attractive than I am. Like, it's not even close, right? Your face versus my face is worse. Like, no. that's a clear, if you put them up against each other, you'd be like, which one's better? You're like, that one, of course. Mine would be better. No. Anyway. <laughs> you, you did that to 100 women. <laughs> yeah, 100 women. Survey says. Survey says those two pictures, they would pick my picture over yours. Uh, oh, oh, I'd win of over 50. I think you're probably, uh, you must be right. I'm just fucking I'm a, look I'm at a, me. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying if they looked at our <laughs> pictures, they would pick me. No. If they, soon as they, as soon as they saw you in real life, they'd pick you. That's what I'm saying. The musk is what comes off of you. It's thick. I think I'll what? Win both. I win both. You think from the picture too? <laughs> yeah. I can't ask your wife. That's the thing. Who am I going to ask? My wife? She's out. My wife. Can't ask She's, man. She yelled Paul. I can ask Wes's fiance. There you go. Tiebreaker. Tiebreaker. <laughs> Just, I know Paul, I know, I know. What, I don't even get her into it. I don't want to get her into it. But I know she wants to bang Paul more than me. That's clear. All women do. I wasn't questioning that. Just if you just saw a picture and you never met us. And you're just looking at a picture like our, our, I think it would be me. Eh? But anyways, the point of the matter is, Paul also, Paul, you're, uh, you're, a, little bit, you're a little bit more uh, out of shape than I am as well. well right, would you say that? I got a, it depends what shape you're going for. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he is a definite shape. I, I, you know, you are, I'm looking at the world a whole new way. Paul's just all of a sudden better. This category is not working out for me. No. No. Who's better? Okay, we're going to go this way. Who is better in bed, Paul or Steve the Reluctant German? Oh, fuck Steven. Oh. What? Paul Who's says, better? Paul says Steve. You said well, Steve's he, better he, at he, sex he, than you? Oh, yeah, he's got all kinds of kids. That's all he does. He hangs yeah. out. <laughs> It's true, actually. That was a that, that was a, I didn't know you'd get like that one right, but it's true. Steve's actually awesome in bed. He's got thirty three percent more kids. He's yeah. probably like a whole acrobatic room in their house. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> if you count how many times that we've all had sex and how many times we've all got people pregnant, it's still a pretty small percentage, right? Hey? <laughs> eh? Even with Steve's four kids and Dave's four kids. They still fucked a lot more than that. Huh? 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 
You know you have charters. You're telling me you did it four times? At least four. Yeah, at least is right. I bet you did it far more than that. I bet you he's done it more than that. I got suspicions of him. I Five times. This guy, I, I, I think he's got impure thoughts about my cousin all the time. And you've got a vasectomy, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, is, an, is anti-Catholic. Is wrong, right? You can't have a vasectomy yeah. and be Catholic, but you That's, did it. Yeah, I did it. And Had then, to. and now, yeah. Well, why would you have to if you only had sex for procreation days? Oh no, but that's yeah. not the rule. The rule is rhythm method. You can have rhythm method, right? Every sperm is sacred. That's the rule. Now, if you're pulling out and putting it on your back, that is like <laughs> that's what they teach you to do in the premarital class in the Catholic Church. Or in the jacuzzi. Oh, I missed that chapter. <coughs> they don't really tell you the what's the rhythm method, Dave? What's the rhythm method? Honestly, I didn't pay attention. Oh, you didn't? No. Okay, it's one of two things. Either it's like you check the viscousness. I, I do remember that. The viscousness, remember that? If you check the viscousness, and then you can of the put... the vaginal discharge. Of the vaginal discharge, and you can see... This is what they teach you in marital training for the Catholic Church. And you put your fingers into the, your wife's vagina, and you put it out, together. the discharge. If the discharge sticks together, so that, like, you're forefinger and your thumb and you see it like gum sticking together you're like uh she is go gonna time. get pregnant yeah. you know so i want to stay away oh you say stay away i think so isn't that how it went i thought I it was know. i got it wrong four times <laughs> no I, I thought it was i thought in the training though they told you during that period where you see the viscous you pull out and blow it on her face <laughs> Is that what they said? It was something like that. You're not supposed to blow it inside of them, is what you, was what they said. That's that's what they were saying. I think time. you and I went to different premarital classes. No, but what are you supposed to do? You say stay away. You're supposed to. If you've already gone and done the test, you put your fingers in there. She's all, there. She's all gooped up. Maybe a number three in your pants and it's all over with. Everybody's happy. <laughs> Maybe. But I think you would probably have sex. <laughs> I think I would do. That's the goal. And just blow it on. Like, you don't have to blow it on her. You can blow it. You can just grip, pinch the tip and run to the toilet. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> it's the dumbest move I've ever heard. And if you are listening to this program, you've done that at home. Oh, a shame, that, shame. That is shameful. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might apply to one of you. <laughs> Anyways, that's it. For who's better? Give her a spin. One more. Hey. Birthday shot. Hey, bartender. Shot, yeah. Are you pouring your own birthday shots, by the way? Do you have some for our audience? Are you on a shot? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're in. Oh, they're in. We got a hot crowd. I am out of juice. This is a good time to uh, maybe give our last piece of feedback from the Haitian The Haitian Dwarf. He's been with us since the very beginning, and he gives us feedback on iTunes. And this week on iTunes, he gave us five stars.
Ace and Dwarf, let's hear it from a nice New Year's message this time. He gave us the one he says, Happy New Year's, and gave us five stars. Five stars, and he says, on behalf of little people everywhere, thank you for clarifying. All the best to the podcast for 2019. He said, and little people everywhere. Oh, I was clarifying the difference between uh, uh, a, a dwarf and a midget, and a leprechaun, and, and a elf, and a great sprite. Well, it's good that uh, HD's still talking to us. Why? Maybe that bit? Yeah, maybe he was pissy after that. No, he's a dwarf. He's a Haitian dwarf. He's, he's correct in his, in his uh, depiction of himself Fair from enough. the medical perspective, you know? So he has nothing to, nothing to, uh, no beef with me. My, my uh, thing's only supporting the Haitian dwarf. Me and him are on the same page. You know, it's the people that would go out there and call the Haitian dwarf the M word. Those people Name. Uh, would be uh, incorrect from just plain old wrong, Mike. Rude. Yeah, plain old wrong. Heard they're gonna change it in minor hockey. We talk about that. Hey, did we get a shot? What'd you say about hockey? The, the category of midget, it's a shameful oh, hockey. word. Yeah, midget hockey. Is going to become uh, dwarf hockey? No, <laughs> no, it's a princess league. I don't know. Come on. What are they going to call it? It's know. so silly. It's Whatever so they call it, it's going to be worse. It's ridiculous. What are they going to call it? And the next thing's going to be peewee. It's going to be too. Yeah, peewee. Can't is call a, that either. Yeah. Oh, just be like level one. Peewees against four. people with small dicks. <laughs> and pedophiles. <laughs> Anyways, everyone, to Paul Van Dyke. Cheers, Paulie. Happy birthday, Paul. Cheers for you, buddy. Ching, ching. <laughs> what was it? Is that 40 Crick? 40 Crick. Two oh. times. Oh, birthday shots! That's I'm gonna fine. Be I think we're for back real again. Back. Back oh, yeah, we are done the show too. <laughs> Dang it! Yeah, if I great. only would have just closed it out without doing another wheel spin. Huh. Well, let's just do the last birthday shot after we're done this show. There we go. We'll all drink out of the bottle. We promise we'll do it. That'd be another category. Oh, that's says it. respin. It's his birthday. Oh, you want to respin? Oh, it's your birthday. Yeah. Oh, you guys never practiced the song out. Do you know how to play it? Hey, oh. Uh, oh, my God. Three, three times. times. Oh, another birthday yeah. shot. They want us to have a shot. That's it. We did it. We just did it. I think we did uh, the whole wheel anyways. Didn't we? Pope versus Iron Sheik. Ah, uh, fuck what it. What about Paul's it. childhood? Oh, Paul's childhood. Yeah, you want to do that one? <laughs> hey, I just want to know how much Paul remembers of my childhood. You know how, like, when people... It's childhood. Yeah, you know how, like, uh, when you remember your childhood, you're wrong, right? Like, you're not going to remember it right because you're a dumb kid. Your head's all full of mush and stuff, and you don't have a right brain. And then, uh, so, like, you, like, if you need evidence of that, go to your 
uh, grade school uh, bathroom, you know? And look how small the urinals were or whatever, you know? Like, even when you're a kid, it looked huge, you know, in your yeah. head or whatever. Totally, look yeah. at the size of your kindergarten class or whatever. You know, you, you remember things wrong when you're a kid, is my point. But Paul's like three years younger than me, so Paul would be remembering his childhood from like an even younger brain, like an even dumber brain, right? <laughs> And then, uh, so like his whole memory of certain events would be completely different from mine, right? So his childhood, even though it was the same as mine, would be completely different in our own brains, right? You get where I'm going, Paul? Yeah. Okay. So I want to ask you a few questions about your childhood. Uh, Paul, oh, we didn't ask Paul anything either. But anyways, Paul, uh, uh, when we were uh, uh, young, do you remember wrestling? Yes. Pardon? Yes. Yes, wrestling. Do you remember your name, your wrestling name? Yes, I'm Paul the Punch. Paul the Punch. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, and what do you, do you remember my wrestling name? Uh, Leapin' Pete. Leapin' Pete Van Dyke. <laughs> Le Leapin' Pete Van Dyke. Why you shake your head at that, Steve? You don't like that? Bad news. <laughs> I was very acrobatic as a youngster. Would you come off the top bunk? Off the top I like rope. to come off the dresser. I came off the dresser macho man style, like woo. Oh yeah, yeah. That's probably why I got the tennis elbow from the fucking macho man elbow. I also like the double axe handle too. Paul, what was the worst injury that you ever got wrestling with me? I don't know. Do you remember? No, I I remember Andrew and you one time waiting for the bus. You remember that one? No. Figure yeah. four leg lock? I'm guessing figure four leg lock. No, it was a DDT. Oh, Jake the oh. Snake style. Jake the Snake under the maple tree waiting for the bus. DDT'd him. Right under a tree. Right on the ground. Right on the, the rut. <laughs> on a rut. Right on a rut. Paul had a little lie down there. That's why he has no memory of it. Okay? No, no memory. That one I remember... And most of the time, me and Paul, I don't know if, Paul, I don't know, your memory of this is probably different. I had a great time wrestling you because Paul was three years younger than me. I could lift him over my head like the ultimate warrior, you know? Like, Press him. <laughs> and he would not like that because I'm grabbing his crotch, lifting him over my Choking head. Choking him. <laughs> throwing him on the bed. He's like, no, I don't want to do this, right? Do you remember that? It wasn't like you're saying, like, yeah, let's wrestle. You're like, no, please don't ever wrestle me ever, right? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I would still do it, like, every day because it was awesome. <laughs> you lift him right over my head. Anyways, now he's so much bigger than me and mean, eh? <laughs> I call it a truce. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. It's funny how that as works. As soon as the tables turned, he called it a truce. We were 18. We were 18. Or I was 18. He was 15. Yeah, that sounds about right. And then uh, uh, me and him had a, a bout in the house where we tore up the uh, hallway by where the piano was and the rug got all ripped up and my mom was screaming and stuff. And then me and Paul both kind of looked at each other how much we upset our mom. And we're like, I don't think we should do that anymore. We're good now. That was mutual, though. It was because we upset our mom because we were wrecking everything because we were both she huge was then. Us with a fly swatter. Huh? She hit us with a fly swatter. Yeah, she did. She's whipping <laughs> us with a fly swatter. We're, we're not flies, Mom. If you're listening, we're not <laughs> flies. We're grown up. We're like humans. You can't 
kill us with a fly swatter. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Even as a kid, we knew that was ridiculous. She would come in the toy room because we'd be fighting or whatever. And she'd be whipping me with a fly swatter. I'd be like, this is ridiculous. I just laugh, you know? Until that flapper thing flew off. Then it was just... Oh, yeah. Then, then it's got a, got a metal rod. There's a metal rod. She's <laughs> beating you with a metal stick. It was still pretty funny. I have this thing in me, too. When I get hurt, I laugh. My nephew has it, eh? My nephew Sai has it where uh, when he gets really badly hurt, he laughs. And I, that used to happen to me, too. So that, like, when you, your parents would beat you, <laughs> well, you know, like 70, I'm talking discipline. the 70s, you know, di you. different times, you know, and your parents would uh, discipline you. Uh, I would laugh because it would hurt. That's not good. And then you'd piss them off, and then they would hurt you more, and then you'd laugh more, and then the beatings would continue. Like, I remember the fly swatter thing was, it would make me laugh, and for multiple reasons. Uh, once we already discussed, I'm not a fly. Uh, and then uh, you, then uh, Paul cried, like, after the first swat one time, and got left alone, and it was a fake cry. It was an obviously fake cry, you know? Smart move. Just a smart move, yeah. Beyond his years, wisdom is what I, I remember. Do you remember any of that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you laugh when you got whipped? No, I pretty much just swore back at them. <laughs> swore. <laughs> do you remember? <laughs> do you remember what word uh, would uh, set our father off? Fuck up, like fuck. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> the F word, yeah. Oh, man, you could say almost anything to my dad, and it wouldn't, like, get him upset. But if you said the F word, but you could say horrible things to my dad, like horrible, and he would be cool with it because, you know, we were just like, working and upset. And my dad would be totally fine with it. Like, terrible things. Terrible things I've said to him. No reaction. But if I said fuck in the sentence, he, he would go cr ape shit crazy. What, what was his tell? Cause I know like what my dad's tell like what was his tell when he was like really fucking mad? Did he oh. have a tell like you could look at him? Oh, his did? eyes, like, his eyes, just yeah, yeah. Eyes. And my dad's eyes would let you know that you're in big trouble. This is no joke around. Crazy eyes. Yeah, like that serious eye, serious face. Like you just know, like oh my god, this is this is the real He's deal. He's really mad. Yeah, <laughs> my dad's was biting his tongue. Oh, he had an actual move? His tongue it is fucking over. You're done. Oh, my God. Yeah. That would be kind of uh, nerve-wracking if, oh, you know, fuck. he's trying to hold himself back. Eh? Yeah. You see the bite of the tongue, it is over. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's good that he has that warning, though, that you can recognize so you can oh, run for it. shelter. I learned it. You don't want to see that. <laughs> no, you don't want to Crazy eyes are almost scary here, though. Huh? Crazy eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you just see the seriousness, like the whole face changes. My dad's got kind of happy eyes, like yeah. he, he has happy eyes normally, but then eventually they'll get those stone seriousness that he stares through you, and You're you know, like that. Yeah, he's got that, uh, uh, that focus to kick your ass, you know, or whatever, you know. Like you don't want to mess with it, you know. At that point in time, you try to tread lightly. No, you book it. Yeah, you get the hell out of there, yeah. yeah. Run as fast as you can, yeah. Anyways, <coughs> great times, eh, Paul? No, it's fucking great. <laughs> Anyways, that's been our show this evening. Thank you very much, to everyone, uh, for listening. If you'd like to, tell a friend. If you'd like to become a shareholder, you can just come on any Thursday down to Live from the Dutch Hall here at 21 Lansdowne Ave in uh, Delhi. 
Oh, shit, and I forgot to advertise. I'm at uh, Showtime Comedy at in St. Catharines this weekend. So Friday and Saturday night, I will be opening for some magician that I have. <laughs> and uh, David Green will be on the bill with me. But I'm both nights at Showtime Comedy in St. Catharines. So come look for me. And I'm actually in St. Catharines next uh, Thursday with Shaz. Uh, we're doing another show. Oh, no. Next Wednesday, I'm sorry. Next Wednesday in St. Catharines again. So, anyways, uh, and so, anyways, uh, give us some feedback. Uh, thank you, everyone, for supporting the show. And if you'd like to, uh, we will see you NT. See you next Thursday.
Hey, thanks, boys. You guys rock. Got this one, Paul. Till we close